Hello, podcast land. My name is Larry, and with my co-host Jeremy, for the American Experiment, where we like to talk about California and national politics, we will be covering anything we find interesting and that tickles our political funny bone. We both hail from the once great state of California and have a unique view on what's going on. But for now, I want to welcome my co-host, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, how you doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing, Larry? I'm hanging in there. Uh, I'm doing much better than I did yesterday. Um, yeah. Uh, with all the, the noise and, and what was going on, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, today, right now, I wanted to talk about something the per- so people would know us and, and a little bit more personal. And I thought about, you know, for some reason, I when I go on my walks, I... I I I talk to myself and I and I you know I, I talk to the the person upstairs and I you know that's when I have an interaction with myself and the higher power um, sure and 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 try to figure out things uh, you know in life um, and usually what I'll do is I'll you know every year I think during my birthday I'll I'll reassess my life and what I need to do and lately I what I've been doing is thinking about what's my purpose um do you want to go and start off with what you what you your purpose is or you believe it is at this time well i used to think my purpose was um really trying to see how many uh super big boys from bobs that i could fit into one city <laughs> i'm with that with tommy's yeah I, but i can i can pound them in and, 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 and you know but then uh the next day, uh, my bottom uh, feels like it's on fire, like I'm uh, releasing some lava. So uh, yeah, yeah, too that's, graphic, but <laughs> sure, that's one of the one of the negative aspects of. Uh, uh, but no, I uh, yeah, I bring that up because um, you know how you're saying about you know during your walks and things like that when you have time to be alone and you know kind of get in contact with things or when you're off in nature or you know maybe swimming or surfing for some of us who really mm-hmm. enjoy the ocean or whatever it is that, you know, gets you out there and um, kind of gets you connected to um, the, uh, uh, you know, the bigger energy that's, that's uh, surrounding us and, and mm-hmm. everything like that. That's, uh, um, and, and I guess, you know, no matter how much you try to stay uh, locked into uh, your, um, you know, your sort of, um, your juvenile uh, id, Eventually, you, you kind of grow up at one point or you find yourself saying, well, what, what is my purpose in life? What's going on here? Yeah. It's not just to eat as many burgers as I can cram down. <laughs> uh, there's, a, <laughs> you know, there's a little something more to that. And, um, and I believe, you know, I've mentioned before to you that I happen to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, really, uh, I think that um, um, I just I, I think that, uh, you know, I because of my faith and I have a feeling that, um, you know, or my belief that we all sort of have the spark of God in us and that we're all, um, you know, uh, we're all as individuals, we're all, um, you know, uh, part of the, uh, um, part of the earth, but we all have a spirit as well. And so we're part of that. And, um, on one level or another, we're all connected. And so to me, it kind of seemed like, um, what we should do is just, 
you know, sort of in our own way, um, all of us should try to make the, make our world a little, a tiny bit better than what it is. Yeah. And, um, so however you do that, if, you know, if you look at it from a more, uh, material aspect of, you know, um, improving your immediate area and, and things like that, or if you look at it from, a maybe a more, a more humanitarian aspect and you'd like to go, um, volunteer at, uh, nonprofits that help out people or something like that, or, you know, however it is that you, um, you fulfill that. Um, I think that, um, you know, besides, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, sort of doing the, um, going through the motions to do whatever we can to make our lives better. I think when, um, we also have, uh, the idea of, um, you know, the broader, uh, spectrum of things, the, the, um, that aspect of it. Um, and you could even say that just, you know, try to talk to people and explain, um, explain to them why, uh, we happen to have the position we do toward different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even doing that in a constructive way, not in a combative one. Uh, I think, you know, something even as small as that is sort of helping to, um, anytime you have a conversation with somebody, uh, that doesn't agree with you, especially these days, and you don't get into a screaming match and you, you know, you maintain your friendship and everything and your civility and you can walk away afterwards saying, well, you know, maybe I don't agree with that person, but they're still my friend or, you know, they yeah. had a, uh, anytime you can do that to me, even that's sort of making the world a better place, especially these days, because everything is so polarized, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody is, is at each other's throat so badly. And, um, especially if you're, um, if you're more into the arts and, uh, you know, like I've uh, been, um, uh, yeah, yeah I, oftentimes I go to different places and different settings where, you know, you, you can't, f- I'm the only conservative within, you know, a, a couple square miles. And yes. Or it feels <laughs> so, like that. Well, yeah. Or it feels like that, you know, there, there may be one or two others, but I mean, certain settings, especially when, when you're big into the theater or when you're, um, into a lot of the, uh, uh, the things that I, or I tend to where the, the, the overriding culture is yeah. extremely, you know, uh, extremely on the left side of things. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm in those settings, oftentimes I just, I don't get into, uh, whatever, but uh, if somebody asks me my personal opinion, I'm going to tr- do my best to be, um, um, you know, uh, non sanctimonious about it. Yeah. That's the other, so many people are, are like, they have this, uh, almost a religious fervor anymore about mm-hmm. when it comes to their politics. Yeah. And, uh, that's how you get people stirred up and, you know, you've seen what, uh, what can happen in, <laughs> you get people stirred up into a, a religious fervor over something. Oh, yeah. So I think that going out there and saying, Hey, you know, this, uh, people that have differences of opinion, even if, I happen to think some of them that we have going on here in America today are, are they're the difference of opinion. If they got their way would be detrimental to the society at large. Even, even yeah. that being the case, I don't, I, uh, you know, don't engage, don't lose it when I engage these people and just say, Hey, well, you know, this is where I'm coming from. This is uh, why I say the things that I do. And yeah, I think if you want to have a conversation about it, that's fine. But we don't have to go down that road when there's, so many other things to talk about, but you know, if you do, I'm more than willing to explain to you my position on things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so mine is, is a, a, a little bit more, um, 
I guess pers- uh, I focused in a lot more about mm-hmm. it. Sure. And I thought to my to my I I had listened I listened to some self help books and and audio I listened to audio books most of the time, and I read something the art of giving um, giving yourself giving your time giving uh, your uh, mental capabilities your your knowledge is more important and I, I think studies have shown that if you you give more you actually are a happier person um and and wouldn't I surprise think, me i know i mean and it, it you really think about it we're in a, a there's a and maybe it's my generation but a lot of the younger generations i look at my nephews and i think to myself wow they're just a receiving generation where they like to give me give me give me give me give me give me and I, I don't know if they really understand the fact that, you know, um, giving to other people is uh, is much more rewarding than, you know, and, and it's a lot cheaper, I guess. Well, in a way, mm-hmm. depending on what you're going to give. But I mean, like, sure. I think my I, I I find myself I feel my my time is very valuable. And, and if I give you my time then you know what? I'm giving you a part of me. If I give you, sure. uh, you know, uh, you know, it's some advice. If you, and usually for me, it's if you ask for it, I will give mm-hmm. it to you. And it's just, I think it's all about giving because, um, and it, it the same thing with the Bible type of says, it, it, it tells you to give and give. We're in a, a religion where it is good to give and, you know, help out in, in any way you can to the less needy. And, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, all I've, that's my focus for these, this past year is just to give and give and, and not, ex- not to expect to get stuff back. It's nice too, but it, the feeling of when you give it, 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 it it's a big, it's rewarding for me. Sure. No, I, I understand that. And it's funny you bring that up because, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, earlier today I was watching, uh, um, I was watching something that it wasn't the Twilight Zone, but it reminded me of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. It was one of my favorite, one of my favorite old time shows. But there's an episode where um, uh, somehow or other this man is able to um, I, somehow he got a lot of money or something. And um, he went back to this. I think it was a college or someplace. Mm-hmm. that um, uh, he was associated with, or I forget why he wanted to help them out, but he did. And mm-hmm. um, the, the main guy at the college got on to him because he said, well, I'll just give you, you know, enough money to cover this entire uh, need of yours. I forget exactly what the specific need was. Yeah. But, and the guy says, no, he said, because you're, you're he goes, that's not good. He says, if you do this, you're preventing these other people mm-hmm. from being able to give. Yeah. And um, he's like, well, this way they don't have to. And the guy says, no, you don't understand. It's that they, um, you're taking away the feeling of satisfaction that they can get by being able to give to help yeah. this cause out. Yeah. And uh, that's, uh, um, that's really something that uh, I think um, goes by the wayside when you have, you know, sort of uh, uh, whatever um, you have these different uh, sort of subcultures or, or, uh, um, you, whatever the uh, a smaller version of that is a uh, click or you know whatever but i mean there's what i'm trying to get at is that there are different um these sub subcultures say yeah 
uh, out there that have this very um, uh, this very um, selfish sort of ideology that they push about you know me 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 and yeah. you know and all this and everything is for me and uh, you know I, I do all this and gain so much for myself and having that sort of um, you know almost a law of the jungle type of attitude yeah is, me yeah it leaves out it's survival of fitness basically yeah yeah but to me it's a little less evolved because you 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 know you can get to a point to where um you're not so desperate in trying to uh gain resources for yourself so that you can survive yeah. and once you're you get to that point to where you're comfortable and you, you it, it it allows you and this happens on a personal level or you know even up to a societal level you know the the very poor societies you see around the world places like sierra leone they're not sending a bunch of people and a bunch of money to the rest of the world to help out you mm -hmm. know because they don't they don't have it to, they don't to have give. it yeah yeah but in, in you know our uh all pretty much most of the countries of western europe and the united states which to me you know is ultimately that's an extension of western europe yeah um we've because of uh you know our success for yeah. you know the, a variety of factors, but um, on a nation, you know, uh, on uh, a nation level, because the success we've had as a nation and as a society, and we've ha had extra to be able to give to other people and to try to help out, yeah. you know, across the world. And so there's a lot of humanitarian aid that, um, you know, once it gets to the places, unfortunately, it may only go to a local warlord. I know that uh, we try to prevent that, but. The point is, is that, you know, we have extra that we try to give out to these other um, yeah. to, to help out in these other places. So and we only have that because of the uh, the, the nature of the societies we set up, yeah. you know. So the USSR, they were not a big, you know, they might have supplied some communists with uh, guns tr and, and weapons to try to get them to uh, perform a coup or something or, you know, to take over power in other countries. But they didn't, you know, have a lot of extra to go around and trying to help other people out. And we in the West have, and I think that that's um, just the fact that we've had that and been able to sort of had the collective will within, you know, each country to want to, to want to give to these other people yeah. shows a lot about um, uh, society. And I think that a little gratitude sometimes should be in order. But. Yeah. Let's uh, switch gears right now and uh, talk about um, the aftermath of the recall. Um, if you haven't heard, uh, Gavin Newsom has won by a landslide. Um, I think it was like 63 to 37 was the, the yays, I mean, nays to the yays. And, uh, mm -hmm. um, yesterday I, I was just, I was, I was depressed. I felt alone and, uh, I felt, uh, you know, uh, on an Island. And I also felt, even though I knew people were, were thinking that way and, um, but I also felt that, uh, you know, I, I, I felt lost, I think, in, in what, what's the next step. And uh, I, I just felt that there was just, uh, you know, what, what's next? I mean, I thought, mm -hmm. okay, well, either we, I move or we find a way to cheat and, and get back into this, you know, because they, they have a superpower and they continue to have a superpower. I don't know mm -hmm. how much there is with shenanigans going on, but, uh, you know, maybe you, you, you know, I think you had something you wanted to talk about. Well, um, just that, uh, you know, I had, uh, <clears throat> come across this earlier where 
it, uh, there's a video out there and it's I, apparently it's on several uh, platforms, but um, there's a video going around showing how uh, live the uh, CN, CNN's own live footage that, that they were streaming. You could see how 351,000 yes votes disappear. If you're watching wow. the numbers that's going on during the CNN footage. Yeah. Um, so like I said, uh, when we spoke last time, um, there, I, I knew there, there's going to be voter fraud because there always is in California yeah, yeah. and there, there always has been, but it doesn't get out there to the public. And, um, like, as you said, they have a super lock on everything. So it's, yeah. it's one, it's single party tyranny. And, um, it's, you know, what, what we're, like I said, I, I'm surprised that we ever got it to the point where there was even a recall going on. Yeah. Because well, that's the sort of a lock that they have on our state. Well, they were also, I, I was going on, on Facebook, and all of them were complaining. They were still complaining the fact that, that people can actually, the minority can actually do a recall. Like, you know what, you don't have enough power as it is. You have to, you know, flaunt it, and you just want to lock everything down and shut everything up. Just like Democrats yeah. typically want to do. They want to say, hey, you don't we don't believe what you say. So we're going to lock you out and we're going to shut you down. You're not going to say anything. Um, one little tidbit I have to tell you is I had my mail in ballot and I want to ask I wanted to physically put it in the hopper myself. Um, mm-hmm. So I go into the by the, the polling place and there's a person there and he has this like little it looks like a, a, a yellow satchel where you could put your your um, your ballot in. And mm-hmm. he said, so are you, he saw me with my little envelope and he says, do you want to, you know, turn, turn it in? And, and I'm like, no, I want to like physically go there and get it done. And he gave me this, I kind of felt like this attitude, like, well, well, you have to, you're going to have to wait for 20 minutes. And I'm like, I physically want to see it go in. And he was like, well, if that's what you want to do, okay, you have to fill this thing out. And it was like, they really? wouldn't even take my ballot that I've already like filled out. I had yeah. to go in and I had to sign things as a like I guess an absentee vote, and I had to go sit down with this this person on the computer, and they had to look for my information, and they didn't ask for my ID. Of course, it's California, so you can you can fake all this stuff that you mm-hmm. are whoever you are because they didn't ask for ID, but they asked for your name and your address, and um, that's all they asked for. And they mm-hmm. looked at the computer, oh, that's who you are. And then uh, after that, you know, I was able to put it, in, I, you know, you know, fill in the, the blanks and then able to put it in the, the hopper. Um, and mm-hmm. it felt weird. Like, hey, I already had this set up. Can I just, just put it in where I physically wanted to do? And it was two separate things. And that just, to me, it seemed like a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can understand that. Well, that... Um... I had a very different experience um, going to the polls here, mm-hmm. but uh, it it was um, <laughs> I want to say much more legit. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know it was uh, um, we have a really good precinct. Um, everybody where I go to is everything's very professional, very um, so, uh, and it's real close to the apartment there, so that yeah. works out too. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not at all surprised with the outcome, and yes. I'm not at all surprised that uh, uh, you weren't asked for any identification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's the thing is it's set up to where if he was still alive, uh, you know, Saddam Hussein can vote in our elections in California. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, so, but the thing is, is that I there, it's it's so ingrained anymore. It's been the the voter fraud has been going on for so long. Yeah. Uh, it's so ingrained in certain places that it it doesn't um, it doesn't surprise me at all that. Um, and I, did you hear anything about what the, the brand of voting machines that were being used? No, I haven't heard anything. And I don't know if it's if the I don't I, since it was such a landslide. I don't even think there's going to be any type of investigation or anything like that. No, there's not. Anything. Of course, I mean, I mean, nobody's going to say. I know Larry Elder, you know, conceded and uh, sure. um, which I understand, but you know, sure. I think somebody should look into like the the if there were anything um weird or anything like that but i don't think it's going to happen because it's such a you know i think he i and i don't know i haven't heard i haven't known if he went back to his radio show and he wanted to discuss it or anything like that i haven't heard but uh i just mm-hmm. think since it was such a blown out that it, it would it would you know if he actually if they wanted to do uh, an audit it would sound like it would be petty I understand right. that, but I mean, still, you 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 would think that if if there are some questions, which I think questions will come up, that you know they Most would definitely. actually go through and and see, but they won't because you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, and you know anything that does go on, it'll just be looked at as sour grapes. Yeah, they won't. Um, they won't. Uh, nothing will be you know portrayed in the media uh, fairly that has to do with questioning any votes anywhere in california even though i yeah like i said i know that there's uh you know every election there's there's people that that vote that (laughs) every 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 year in Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much statewide um it may be in not so much in some of the very small counties that have in the mountains and stuff that have very minute population but yeah. Anywhere that, that has a decent amount of population, there's people who vote because they have IDs, but they're not they're not legal citizens and they're not even uh, on the pathway to citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. Which you're not supposed to vote until you become an actual citizen. Yeah. But there are tons of non-citizens that vote uh, every year. And depending on where you go, I mean, it can be in the thousands and um, none of that should be going on, but it goes on every election. Well, so, I think I remember hearing a, a story in San Francisco. Wow. I, you know why? You, you, of course. Um, your former stomping grounds. Right? Yes. And they were allowing illegal uh, or undocumented workers, however you want to do it, or people that are not supposed to be in here legally um, to vote for the school board and, and, and school things because of the fact that they said that they have kids in in the school, and mm-hmm. that they their their voice should be heard heard, and I thought to myself, you know what? Uh, how do you know that they're just getting that? Vo- they're just voting for that li- little area. Why? Maybe you could you think well, you see a mistake and them getting every. Uh, a well, that that whole law is else. a mistake to begin with, but yeah. but that's the thing is that. See, in reality, and every move they make illustrates this, is that in reality, they, they want as many non-citizens voting as possible as much yeah. as they can, and they'll use that to stay in power. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's, these, these rules like that 
those are just, uh, you know, tiny little doorways to get, you know, get you further and further down that road. Yeah. 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 So, um, I was thinking our next topic, and I know we have a little bit, little bit of time here uh, about, um, Mm -hmm. uh, our liberties. I mean, we can go federal where, uh, Joe Mm -hmm. Biden is just, I've seen his, I've heard about his polls. His polls are starting to go down. Like they're like in the, the, 40s 45 40s with Mm -hmm. uh the afghanistan the whole thing of mandating these uh vaccines and and just the economy i just went to the grocery store and i i usually get i just i feel sorry for you it was usually it's like 50 60 bucks i spent like 89 90 bucks just Mm -hmm. for like chicken i had some salmon i had some uh i got some um greens and sure. I got some uh, fruit and I got some green tea and it came up to you know, like 90 bucks. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when when your economy is down and the inflation is going up, you're looking for a big crash. And I, I don't know if people are going to blame Biden on this or they're going to say, oh, well, it must be Trump because he's well, you know, somebody is... and everything else. And let's just yeah. blame Trump on this, even though he's, he's such a convenient boogeyman for yeah. them. Yeah. And I think DeSantis is getting that way. The governor from Florida, he's mm-hmm. starting to become a boogeyman, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what. And, and you know, it's going to um, one thing this the way this this recall went down is that it's going to, uh, you know, sort of give Newsom and the Democrats some momentum amongst the as far as you know, amongst governors go. And they're yeah. going to be saying things like, oh, see, you know, um, People in California knew that what he did worked, and that's why he didn't get recalled. And I saw an, things a, a, along an that line today, uh, that somebody sent out. It's like, well, did did you see how we uh, took care of the uh, how good that California was taking care of the uh, co- coronavirus? And I was about to tell the person, you know, what, is that <laughs> the first wave or is that the second wave? Yeah. If, if you look at the data for the second wave, it. <laughs> I was looking in Ventura County because that's where I live at. And Mm -hmm. we I was looking at death rates and we had like maybe in a seven year plan, two out of I think it was two out of hundred people uh, on a a weekly average. Mm -hmm. And so it's that's barely enough. I mean, but I mean, of course, you're getting a lot of people that are having it. But where's the death? And that's what I look at. And then. For us to lock down, well, I consider it lockdown where you, you're mandating me to put a mask on. And I know L.A., they're saying that they're, they're, you know, you have to, just like New York, where you have to show your vaccination card, where I think that's, it's totally against HIPAA law. You, you shouldn't have to, you should, yeah. it's your, your, your right to keep your medical history private. It's only between you and your medical professional that you should show that information to. And now... I feel like I'm going to, if somebody asks for my medical, I'm like, oh, okay, can you tell me when you, last time you had herpes? Uh, when did you have gonorrhea? Uh, when, yeah. when, when is your next period? If it's a fo- mm-hmm. female, because I mean, if I, well, if I can well, share your, days, uh... your medical, if I have to share my medical history, you should damn well tell me your medical history. Well, yeah. And according to, um, you know, like according to AOC these days, uh, it's not just women that can have periods or have children anymore. You're right. So, Men can have it too. So yeah. So maybe we, uh, you know, if the guys, uh, 
if he's a little light in the loafers when you run into him, you might want to ask him, oh, when's the last time you're on your period? Yeah, exactly. But um, that's no, that's that's how we're having to show any kind of papers in this country is is so ridiculous. And it's so uh, it shows how far we've gone that people are even considering anything like that. Yeah. So that's um, that's you know, why uh, <clears throat> those of us who know better, you know, better uh, make our, our um, opinions known mm-hmm. and, and not stand back and be silent because uh, too often in the past, you know, we've people uh, you know, sort of crazy, these crazy things that the progressives have been pushing, you'll come up and, and people on our side would laugh it off and say, oh, well, that's that's so bizarre. You know, that would never happen mm-hmm. here. And um, whatever that was has happened. And then some, you know, like yeah. 10 years ago. So yeah. we need to uh, that's not the pathway to take to try yeah. to uh, uh, combat any of this stuff, because, I mean, they're sit- when they're when they're sitting there uh, mandating that uh, children in grade school are taught about uh, uh, transgender, LBGTQ, mm-hmm. LSMFT, whatever plus plus QQ, or you you have to you uh, you uh, pledge allegiance to the gay flag. That I heard I heard some teacher did. Oh my do. goodness! Yeah, that's um, yeah. Unfortunately, that teacher uh, that actually happened at least one of the instances in, in Newport beach, which is right, uh, right near me, right near me. But thank goodness. And the, and uh, the teacher, you, you heard that the teacher was like, she was happy about it. She was very, she had no problem about it. She had no, yeah, and, and she was cackling like a, uh, like a nine year old that got caught with her, with her hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. I don't know if she was taking some lessons from um, our vice president or, just trying to do an impersonation or yeah. um, she's just goofy on her own, but regardless uh, the crazy cackling and the, yeah, it, it just, it's <laughs> thank goodness. The, she was reprimanded, you know, by yeah. the, uh, the, the head of that, of that district, uh, yeah. an ex Marine um, gave her, uh, you know, good tongue lashing. And yeah. uh, so that's a good thing, but yeah, there's, uh, there's a, uh, See something like that. If you, you know, twenty years ago, if you would have talked to some people and said that a teacher would ever try to pull something like that, I mean, it would have been laughable to them. But and you look at the only extreme that left. Somebody had a Gadsden flag. Uh, don't tread on me. And they wanted somebody to to uh, you know pledge allegiance to that. Oh, you would hear it well, a mile away, and then some, there have been everybody. Yeah, there have been school. Uh, school districts in California. And I mean, and this has been going on for quite some time mm-hmm. where uh, they, they've, the school district has said during certain functions, we don't want to see any American flags out because other students are offended by it. Yeah. This has happened in multiple places. I mean, it's disgusting. And, you know, I think it's during, I've, 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 I've heard the story too about during um, Cinco de Mayo that, that, uh, even if you're not, even if you have Mexican heritage or Mexican nationals could wear their, you know, their uh, green, white, and red, red. Uh, flag and, and all that. And then you, if you had somebody that wore an American flag on their, t- their T-shirt or something, that they would be either uh, hauled off to the principal's office and, and, or sent home to change because it might hurt somebody's feeling. You know, it's just, you know, we're not, we shouldn't be walking on eggshells here. Well, no, that's our national, <laughs> that's, that's our flag. Yeah. 
it's 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 you know crazy to me that i mean and and look what a welcoming society we are yeah that you know we even that we're allowing um you know people who have moved here from other countries to still have their celebrations you know of their culture within ours yeah and going so far as to you know um uh you know let, letting the kids uh bring Mexican flags to school and celebrate it and all this kind of stuff in, in the schools. And then to turn around and say that, you know, anybody wearing an American flag is, uh, that's somehow offensive to them. It's, it's, um, it just shows that the, uh, uh, the right attitude has not at all been, been taught to people about, yeah. um, um, what, you know, what this country is and what it stands for. Yeah. So a lot of people just look at it as they're just coming here because uh, they can get more stuff if they're here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and not, um, and that's, you know, becoming a citizen and go, going through a procedure and a process to become a citizen. Uh, there's uh, reasons for that. You know, yeah. one of them is to teach you the appreciation of the special place that you're um, going to be able to come to and live in and participate in, you know, it's, and, and, and not to make us out like we're the flop house of the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also, I remember, I, I don't know if I've talked about this before. One time I was curious at what, what, how, what the, the test that, that people had to take to become an, a, a citizen of this country. Mm -hmm. And I went online and I actually, you know, did it. And I, I think there was 50 questions. It was a, you know, one of those, um, you know, prep class test that you had sure. to take. Yeah, yeah, the prep and I think it was 50, one, and I got like 49 out of 50 and I, I felt pretty proud of myself that hey and yeah. I'm just thinking maybe uh in high school you might have to do you should do a uh compensatory or some type of a uh, class that you need to take to show that you have you're competent in knowing about this country and and and, and so that people yeah. would actually understand what it is to be this be a an American or live in this culture. Um, yeah. Maybe you know, we I mean, need that. So that, that very well may be the case. Something like that might be good because, um, uh, you know, too many people aren't taught about the greatness of, um, of America and um, uh, from, from, you know, colonial times all the way up to now. Yeah. And you're right. Uh, I mean, founding fathers be... are being trashed on a daily basis. Sure. That's the kind of stuff sense. that needs to be, you know, corrected. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jeremy, one final thought, anything that I know we're going to wrap up here a little bit, um, uh, anything you can't have, you have on your mind that you wanted to, to say or, or, uh, just anything that, that is on your, any on your mind that you wanted to talk about? Well, I, I would just want to echo the words of, uh, Larry Elder during okay. his, uh, his concession in, in Costa Mesa here the other night, is that, um, you know, may have lost this battle, but have definitely not lost the war. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's, uh, there's still a lot of, of good, uh, potentially good things coming down the line. So we need to keep our chins up and, and keep uh, striving toward that goal. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, he um, got 47% of the, the vote when it came to... Um, uh, when, if, if you, those gotten, out of those who chose for a recall. Yes. Yes. So, and so, I mean, I'm thinking we're, I mean, that would be 37% of 47. I would say that, you know, if he wanted to, he'd be the front runner 
for next year. Um, yes. I don't know if Newsom decides he wants to go again or if he wants to feel like he wants to do uh, go and, and become a senator or uh, go on the federal level because I know it sounds like he has aspirations to be a president sometime. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, definitely with you that he's aspiring toward that. And uh, one, one little thing that I did hear uh, the other night that I thought was pretty significant is that um, in, uh, I was listening to somebody who worked on uh, Schwarzenegger's campaign during the, the recall in 2003 when mm-hmm. we ousted Gray Davis and got uh, the governor. Yeah. And um, it, looking at the numbers between now and 2003, mm-hmm. so there's 20,000 more registered Republicans in the state of California this, this year than there was in 2003. Yeah. There's 3.5 million more Democrats wow. registered in the state of California than there was in 2003. Yeah. So um, that, uh, with that sort of, but um, uh, those sort of numbers out there, now they're, they're concentrated, you know, they're not, they're definitely yeah. not spread geographically evenly across the, the state. They're concentrated in place, but because of that concentration and because of, of you know, the proportional um, democracy in the state house and in the, uh, well, actually our state Senate, even though it's a state Senate, it still works off of um, proportional districts as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, they're going to have a lock like they have for quite some time. And the governor's office is probably the best chance we have of, um, you know, sometime in the future, possibly trying to get a Republican in there. So yeah, um, that's uh, that, that'll remain to be seen, but, at uh, least we have we would get a veto if yeah like we, we yeah, before, right right yeah. we could we could do some of that so there's there's still a lot of potential out there and um, I'm just uh, trying to to uh, stay positive because um, you know all this kind of stuff eventually is going to start to uh, it's going to become harder and harder for people to vote uh, Democrat as the, yeah. the the party gets even more uh, to the left of uh, the Sandinistas yeah. And, the Republican Party increasingly becomes more and more the big tent. Well, I don't see any of these problems going away. The uh, the uh, homelessness, the the uh, the I mean the drug. Well, I don't wouldn't say the drug 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 epidemic drug epidemic is primarily a political thing, but it, we could help it somehow. And uh, mm-hmm. the mental illness that's on the streets, and then we have to talk about fires, which. You know, sure. the, the forestry mitigation has been already horrible. Um, mm-hmm. And then also it, you could talk about uh, it's just they're raising they're going to raise the hell out of taxes. They're just, you know, and they're going to squeeze out the middle class. And I yeah. just wonder where the either they're going to get more money from the federal government or they're just going to because as we said, pensions are going to lose. Um, oh, we'll yeah. see. And, and and I think it's going to be more and more, it's harder, it's going to be harder and harder for working class Californians to survive. So sure. I think some of them, I know some of my friends have said, screw this, we're leaving because we can't survive. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, we'll just, uh, you know, it. they've made this bed and they're going to have to lay, live and live and mm-hmm. uh, lay in it. 
mm-hmm. I just wonder if it's going to get so bad that they they're going to lose the working class uh, either by you know people moving or just you know they're just going to you know not you know the people are just going to like scrape on what they can get. Yeah, yeah, and you know that's that's why you see the big discrepancy, and um, that's as they said that study that came out a few years ago that said California is becoming more and more like uh, a South American uh, socialist nation where you have more and more people that are very poor, no middle class, and a few rich people on top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that they're, they're going to push for more environment environmental things and. And those the, those kill the middle class, and it help. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help the fact that you know you can buy a home because, like we just we said, this is you know we've already. Well, yeah. If you have eight hundred thousand dollars, the me- median home price in California is over eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, somebody you know the light bulb goes off in their head, and they realize you know what this is just not going to work. But you know what I. Part of me just thinks, you know what, they're, these the people that are, I think the, the left, especially the extreme left, they've got this pie-in-the-sky dream. Maybe they took too much acid when they were younger, but they just have this dream. Very possible. That, 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 and, I, you know, I've experimented, but I think I grew up when I was, uh, you know, older, and I realized that, you know what, there's, that you know, Reality check hits you in the the face when you you have to you know pay for everything. So that is true. That's like I say. Hope uh, hopefully it happens to some people sooner than later. But it even happened to me. Is that eventually we all mature and grow up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jeremy. It sounds like we've uh, had a pretty good successful uh, chat here, and uh, um, I'll, I'll see you next week. Sounds good, Larry. We'll talk to you then. Okay. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to The American Experiment.